they got the fucking thing. Uh, Yamcha gets air blasted in the crotch, and he goes, "Oh damn! I just fried my nads." <laughs> Which that's again, what he said. I right? couldn't understand yes! him. Yes. What? And they Which just again, laughed at him. It takes out Yamcha. It takes out blonde hair Yamcha. Uh, Moshi tries to do the Mafuba. He's like, yeah. ah, Fuba. And Piccolo's like, ah, oh, Jesus, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, I'm Hal. I'm Pax. And this is Brotakus, the show where two guys who love anime do a deep dive on what is and isn't worth watching. We believe you don't have to get a major in anime studies to enjoy this wild, beautiful, and strange art form, and we're lucky to have you on this journey with us. Our guest today, I am so excited, the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Flanagan, the man who introduced me to many beautiful late nights of anime, sharing sake with me, sharing his home, his heart, an amazing actor, voice actor, performer, all around maniac, Michael Flanagan. How are you doing today, man? Hello, everybody. Um, it's good to see you all here today. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Flanagan. I'm uh, very excited to be on, very excited to be on Brotakus. Hello, everybody. Sick. Okay, now Mike, <laughs> after coming in with that wrecking ball of pure charisma and energy, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Michael, can you tell us about your experience with anime in general? Give us your little origin story. What turns you into the freak you are today? Sweet. So I grew up in a, a little house with uh, no form of like cool television. We had uh, antenna because we can't pay for TV. We that's that's on America to pay for TV. So my neighbors had cable, and they introduced me initially with the Hot Springs episode of Outlaw Star, uh, which is um, mm. a very interesting anime to say the least. Uh, the very next thing I did was I picked up a couple copies of Sergeant Frog in manga, <gasps> uh, which is oh. great. Love oh Sergeant my god, Frog. I forgot about Sergeant Frog. Uh, Hal, have Sergeant you seen Sergeant Frog? Frog? I have, I have. Uh, oh, oh, that's not. Yeah, 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 I have yeah, yeah. not. I have uh, not. Oh, that's on the list now. Uh, Thank you for reminding me of that. All right. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, no, not at all. Not at all. And then, funny enough, because uh, um, I had no idea these two were um, uh, combined, I watched the entirety of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. And that's what really was like, oh, anime is something that makes you go, what is this world we're living in? What the fuck? What are we doing? And that's that's. That's pretty much, I just went off from there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now, what, what do you say, in terms of like what anime brings to you, just real quick, like, what do you think is special that anime brings that like no other art form does as well? Oh, God. Um, so I'm a subber. I'm just, I'm, we'll just open up with that. I prefer sub. There's a couple of that like could go either way. Um, but just there's a... Um, and this is also from the lack of uh, language understanding, but there's this raw emotional intensity that you get. Um, and I actually bring some of that into my, uh, into my acting technique, that the levels and the volume that I bring comes from anime. I had somebody talk to me. They're just like, what is your actor's toolbox? I'm like, I have no actor's toolbox. I watch anime. Like, that's the reason mm -hmm. I can act. And it's, it's legitimate because, like, they put you through this whole gamut of emotions depending on what you're watching. And that is just... All you need to draw from is be like, oh yeah, when Sasuke laughed in Naruto, it was like, Sasuke! Like that kind of stuff. Not yeah, and it's, and yeah, it's yeah. true, because every time I've worked with you, you've like broken away from the script completely like mid-scene during opening night and started talking about your bloodline, which always ends like a, you know, really, you know, a great, oh my, great Kekai way. Genkai, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kekai Genkai, hell yeah. Okay, so um, 
we have a very special episode today because before it was a a, a meme, a little may may that we were talking about Dragon Ball Z every episode because that is closest to Hal's heart. <laughs> I brought it up myself last episode, but so we hopefully are gonna fucking bury it and cap it and just just do yeah. away with it as uh, we talk about something very special this week. What, what are we dealing with, Hal? Oh, baby, so. This week, we had the opportunity to review a film that is to Dragon Ball fans what Green Lantern was to Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution is a live-action film that retells the story of legendary shonen protagonist Son Goku and his journey to discover the secret of the Dragon Balls. However, I find it more akin to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in a lot of ways. Uh, the first being that I don't like it and I don't think anyone else should. So... Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Dragon Ball. Wait, that's okay, Mike, you're shaking your head, because that's nuts that you say that, because that's literally one of my favorite fucking movies ever, is the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah, Sam Raimi Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, we don't talk about Spider-Man 3, but like, Spider-Man uh, yeah. 2, man, like, there's, I mean, he's not Spider-Man, which we can go into, like, the reason why this isn't Dragon thank Ball you. later. Thank you, thank you. Because, um, you know, it's Tobey Maguire, he's just not Spider-Man, but, like, those thank are you. good films in and of themselves. They have their own like legacy and right and we how many spider-mans have we had now three now mm, can you imagine? i mean in the most modern in 2000s yeah can you imagine how many gokus you would have if we try to get this film bullshit right oh well they mm. didn't get this one right so mm. we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about that yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so, all right oh. ye of narrow minds hating on sam raimi please go ahead hal lead us into the topic so, uh, today we're going to talk about Dragon Ball Evolution, but first I'd like to talk about, like, a brief history of Dragon Ball itself. So, And every time he's given me a brief history of Dragon Ball, it's been literally six to eight hours. I can. It's been so, so this episode is actually going to last histories. about three days long. Yeah, uh, we yeah. hope that you have a long car ride or something to Ooh, I'm ready. the time. So, Dragon Ball was created by Akira Toriyama in 1984. The initial manga, written and illustrated by Toriyama himself, was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump from 1984 to 1995, with 519 individual chapters collected into 42 volumes by its publisher, Shueisha. So it was originally inspired by the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West, as well as multiple Hong Kong martial arts films. So, basically, uh, Toriyama had this idea where he wanted to step away from some of his previous works, and he wanted to be like, yeah, you know, I like... Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan films, and I like The Journey to the West, so let's just put those together, and I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, and then, so like after that, uh, the manga was adapted, divided into two anime series produced by Toei Animation, which were Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, which is near and dear to my heart, which together were broadcast in Japan from 1986 to 1996. So, uh, they had multiple subs, they had another spinoff called Dragon Ball Super, which just finished, oh, when did it finish? It was like 2019, I think is when, like, the big tournament arc at the end was over, um... And here's something that I think you'll like, Pax, actually, and something that I'm that I was loath to write down as I as I found this factoid. Dragon Ball is one of the top hot twenty highest grossing media franchises of all time, having generated an estimated thirty billion in total franchise revenue only after ooh, 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 one later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, that's amazing. Oh yeah, so like the manga has sold over. 160 million copies in Japan, and are estimated to have sold more than 250 to 300 million copies worldwide, making it the second best-selling manga after One Piece. Um, and, and, you know, soon we'll have a, a big, long episode 
on One Piece because that is Pax's bread and butter and, and something that gets his gets him hot and ready to go. So I get extremely juicy when we uh, when we bring it up. It's also oh. better than fucking DBZ. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, yeah, oh boy. Up so there was well. no One Piece GT. There was no One oh, Piece Super. GT is not canon. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's has been triggered. Okay, you know what? Actually, I think this might be helpful for the listeners. Run through like here's a little challenge in a in a sentence. Describe like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Super. Like, give a sentence each about like Dragon Ball is this, Dragon Ball Z is this. Okay, so Dragon Ball is a story of. Little son Goku, meeting his friends, going to find the Dragon Balls to make a wish. That is literally just Dragon Ball. And, like, fighting in tournaments occasionally. And you get to see his dick. You do get to see his dick. So you Dragon do. Ball was significantly less censored and, and, and more geared towards different audiences than, like, Z was afterwards. Um, Dragon Ball Z is a story of Goku as an adult discovering that he is not an Earthling, but, in fact, an alien called a Saiyan. And he then has to protect Earth by getting stronger and stronger and stronger from these alien menaces. Uh, then you have in next Dragon Ball GT, mm-hmm. which is the story after Z when Goku is uh, defeated by a villain named Pilaf by using the Dragon Balls to wish him back to the form of a child. And then they have more adventures. And it's like an interesting blend of Z and and Dragon Ball, except it it's awful. That's already uh, more Go- than I've ever known about GT in my entire yeah. life. That's incredible. That's yeah, like, it's, if- it's very very ninety like like late nineties, early two thousands vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and what were you gonna Goku say? Goku was eight and still had a wife. Right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Super oh. takes place around the same timeline as GT, except it's better because he's not a child. And he has to, like, this god comes to Earth and is like, I'm going to blow this place up. And Goku's like, no, you're not, because I'm a Saiyan from Earth. And then they fight, and then he learns how to become a god himself. And that is how the series progresses. Oh, can I give myself a brief challenge to see if I got this right about Super? Because you've explained Super to me a bunch. Yeah. Okay, so Super, there's, like, the god of creation, like, the god of gods above even the god of death. And his name is, like, uh, let's call him... Uh, Crumbus. Yeah, let's call him Crumbus. Crumbus. He's a little baby. Yeah, and he, the gods, of, like the gods of death, and all the other like like main deities, are, like under him, because he's just like a baby who made everything. And he's like, I want to have like a fighting tournament, and you'll fight, fight, destroy the universe if you lose. And the other people are like, That's a bad idea, God. And he's like, Oh well, too bad. There's like, there's twelve universes that are mirrored, right? Yes. Is that it? Yes. Yeah, and so and so. He literally just like every time someone loses, then in the big grand final tournament arc that is Dragon Ball Z, he's just like, okay, bye. Everyone fucking dies. Like yeah. everyone is destroyed, and they don't get the other universes back, right? They well, I mean, if you're gonna watch Super, I would hate to ruin it for you. No one is ever gonna find out until we do Come our Super on. episode. Fuck oh, that. Fine. Well, so we'll have to he, do a Super episode. You yeah. Know so most... so he does get them back because. Uh. Because you can't end uh, it on that note. But you like, could. You what could, but not in Dragon Ball. Because uh, death has no consequence in Dragon You're Ball. But we'll get to right. that. Um, yeah. That, okay, cool. That's so, very accurate. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in terms of like our own personal experiences, uh, let's just kind of like run through what we know about. Because I'm definitely the baby of this episode. I have... Um, it, Dragon Ball Z was one of those things where like... 
for me, I would catch like random episodes on Toonami, like with the original Full Metal Alchemist or like the Dot Hack series. And like, I would catch like one out of every eight episodes and I would have no clear idea what's going on. Eventually I did rewatch like, I think all of Dragon Ball and then most of like the, the Frieza and then all of the Cell arc for Dragon Ball Z, but I have no Super, no GT. Um, Mike, what's your situation? Cause I know Hal, it's like, he's got the full body tattoo of Vegeta right above his butt. <laughs> Yo, that's hot. That's hot. We, that's great. I want one of those. That's awesome. Um, so I, uh, uh, I am a, I despise filler and bloat in anime. So I refuse to watch DBZ um, until it was until it was done. And I, I'm, I'm a clip peruser. I'm a clip whore. Like if there's, uh, I watch clips of like Doctor Who, of Dragon Ball, Avatar. Like I've never seen them. I've watched them. But when Super oh came out, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm ridiculous. So if there's plot <laughs> points, like I, I'm spoiled already. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Hunter yeah. X Hunter. It's like, mm -mm. Mm -mm. I know everything that goes. I've never seen it. I've ruined it for myself. Oh my it's God. the worst. It's the worst, dude. Um, but, the only uh, thing more deranged than that is only watching like AMVs of old like Linkin Park and my Panic at the Disco <laughs> and Panic at the Disco songs to like two anime series and that being your knowledge it of is, the anime. It, series. It, <laughs> if I don't catch it from the beginning, if I didn't catch My Hero or Fire Force from the beginning, I would have been just watching. I'm already watching clips of Fire Force season two and I haven't started that at all and it's it's the worst thing. But um, super started and it was um, up to I want to say the third or fourth arc where they brought time traveling back and stuff like that oh, and baby. i just watched it straight up through that yeah. point uh, um and it does it, it super also has bloat and stuff like that but um that made me go back and i'm also uh i'm a lore whore as well like i have to go back and be like mm -hmm. what are these lost forms of super saiyan that they ditched in and like the what is for how does that happen then we can talk about blood's waves and but that's my Woo, and, no, and no no dragon ball because the mostly the only thing you're gonna find of that is the dub and the early dub the dragon ball dub is rough rough with capital r Ooh, okay okay um let's give uh le like super duper quick um points of like what we think the main elements like this is dragon balls uh and like the dragon ball series that are like necessary to come into this as in like what is dbz known for what do you have to understand? Because um, what I would say is very typical in DBZ, the style of the fight. Uh, lots of fighting in the air, a lot of uh, uh, fights stretching many, many, many episodes where there's a lot of uh, monologuing and healing and charging up is the big thing in Dragon Ball Z before they have their big final clashes and they kind of come against each other. Uh, uh, Mike, give us another one. Uh, uh, major, major set pieces, keyframes, like where you're going to see like uh, two thirds of the frame with uh, uh, Goku and the other third of the frame with the other guy. And they're both yes, standing far away from each other. And you're going to have those set frame set pieces for a long time. And then they'll cut for another character being like, what is their power level at? And like we, and then there's also those frames where the fighters are watching the battle and uh, you don't see anything because you just see the whoosh, 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 whoosh. And uh, their eyes are darting back and forth. There's a lot of those where you're not going to see what's going on, but you know it's epic because they're super powered. Right, yeah. Hal, next thing. So uh, it's basically a contest of wills, not only against your opponent, but against yourself. It, it is pushing yourself to the limit every single time. But particularly in the context of, like, Goku and Vegeta, these two characters are constantly able to push themselves past their limits, whereas the others... Typically, like, they might have some sort of breakthrough, but it's not going to be nearly as common or as ex literally explosive. Yeah. Okay. Next thing. 
This isn't even my final form! Jesus. Uh, forms, evolutions in oh, Dragon Ball Z, big Jesus. thing. So uh, the main characters are Saiyans. They are fucking aliens. They are like Superman homies who, they don't just have one level of powering up where they go Super Saiyan and their hair becomes blonde, but then there's like Super Saiyan 1, Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Super Saiyan Blue, Super Saiyan Black, Super Saiyan Puce, Super Saiyan Paisley, Super Saiyan Polka Dot. Don't forget like, Periwinkle. Periwinkle, Super Saiyan Periwinkle, and like they have all the different levels of Super Saiyan, and and different people have different forms, like Frieza. Oh, give us your Frieza, Hal, real quick. This isn't even my final form. Ah! Oh, really <laughs> yeah, Frieza oh, turns really gold, all sorts of stuff. Um, so be becoming like uh, uh, moments of breakthrough. So you, oh my God, my power level's only at four thousand. If only if it was. Oh no, it's four million. It's like big breakthroughs where it's like they train a bunch to earn that final breakthrough, but then they hit that big break point. Right? Okay, Mike. Next thing. Follow it up. Quick. Oh, forms, forms. Uh, uh, um, so <laughs> another very, thing, another thing. The very first, oh, the besides, oh, uh, for Dragon Ball. Give us another Ball. topic, we went through forms! Uh, <laughs> tournaments, there's always tournaments. Yes, there's always yes, a new guy. Always yes. tournaments. Uh, um, Cell had a tournament. There's the Tournament of Power. They had the actual martial arts tournaments when the when the show is actually about fucking martial arts and not about sitting in a corner charging your key for 40 episodes. Um, and Because they like uh, power scaling. That That's a huge thing that they have. Um, even though, um, they've talked about later that power scaling's bullshit, but power scaling and, and tournament arcs, that's what I would say. Big things. How? Ooh, world building. World building is a really, really big one, particularly in Super, because in Z you have, like, this idea of, like, like, alright, there's Earth, cool, but there's also stuff in space, okay, like, most of our bad guys are gonna come from somewhere in space. And then you have Super where it's just like, not only do they come from space, they come from 12 different universes! And most of them hate you. And mm -hmm. that's like what, that's like very big stylized, like, like a Dragon Ball, like there are dinosaurs in Dragon Ball and they basically are synonymous with like how we treat deer. So like you can like be driving down the street and suddenly like a Tyrannosaurus might step on your hood and you might be like, no, nope, well, good thing I got insurance. Yes, absolutely. Um, ne Next thing, uh, Fucking um, death, life and death. Like, you die, and the people will bring the Dragon Balls together, and they'll be like, uh, Chun, 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 give me, Shinro, give me back <laughs> the, my guy. And meanwhile, like, you'll see Homie in the afterlife doing, like, death push ups, and, like, the King of Death being like, More death push ups! You gotta run through the snake road to go to the other side of death! Oh my god. And then eventually they bring him back with the Dragon Balls. Um, someone give us a case, someone tell us what the fuck the Dragon Balls are. What do they do? Hell, go, okay. Okay, the Dragon Balls were created by the Namekians on the planet Nepic, and they were, uh, basically, used as a means of granting any wish within the creator's power. So, like, resurrection, you know, immortality, uh, you know, that basically was immortality that most of the villains were going for. Like, that was what Frieza wanted the Dragon Balls for. He was like, I want to be immortal so I can rule the Emperor and slap okay. my prick brother cooler in the face. Papa. And, like, that's what, that's basically what the Dragon Balls are. Sick. Mike, any other main points? Um, oh, uh, Ditching side characters for your main character. Like, yeah! that's a huge thing <laughs> you need to know about Dragon Ball. Like, if you're yeah! not Goku, even Vegeta. Vegeta Vegeta has such a huge fan base, and he is always, always dumped on. That always. poor man can't catch. In the newest, uh, uh, and I won't talk about it, but in the newest chapters of the manga, like, they just were like, Vegeta's gonna overtake Goku. Doesn't. Which is kind of a sp no, he doesn't. He just or he doesn't. does for like an episode, and then Goku's like, "Oh, uh, I guess it's about time for me to transform." Yeah. Bye, Vegeta, and then he leaves yeah. him in the dust. So all the characters that were strong in Dragon Ball, uh, the Z fighters, quote unquote, nothing. They're nothing. They so mean you nothing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I'm hopping through. Like misogyny, where all the female characters Woo! fucking suck. Bulma's kind of cool, but she has a bunch of capsules. Uh, Goku has, like, it's like Goku's bitch wife, Chi-Chi, who's, you know, he keeps him in yeah. order. Chi-Chi's awesome, but, like, no one is, like, fighting as good as the man, which sucks and is lame, because if you can fly and shoot lasers out of your eyes, then make women do that, too, and make some actually strong and not Yeah, too. you know, it really wasn't until Super, so they had, like, one character in Z called Android 18 that was a, that was a woman. She could fight. Oh. But, like, then you have, in Super, they introduced, like, female Saiyans that would, like, periodically beat the shit out of Goku, which was satisfying in a way, but it was just, like, two characters. So I'm like, all right, you know, it's not a lot. So yeah. we, we could just make it a more continuous thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, any other things that we're thinking about tr with Dragon Ball Z that people gotta know the main points? I mean, death has no consequence. That is what No point. consequence. None. Yeah, just bring it back. Honest to God, just the what you said at the beginning, just five minutes of them sitting in a corner yelling. That's really all you gotta know. Yep. And, uh, it, like, typical plot structure is like, we're gonna go get the Dragon Balls, and then Emperor Bazanthazor from Galaxy 95 comes and is like, <laughs> puny mortals, I see you trying to get the fucking Dragon Balls, I have them now, and then yeah. Goku, and they fucking kill everybody, and Goku does his power level, and then like, oh, fiddly dee, it's me, Crombo, oh, now I have the Dragon Balls, and then like, then uh, fucking the guy made a cotton candy and fat. Um, Majin Buu. Majin Buu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hi, I'm a big, I'm a big morbidly obese child, and if you beat up, we'll become a serial killer. I have the Dragon Balls now. Uh, like a lot of, that's that's I think like the main plot structure. And then is isn't it in GT that like the dragon who like is inside the Dragon Balls is like, oh my fucking god, I'm so tired. Because <laughs> like, before like before the dragon was used like once every like hundred years because it's yeah, tough to find because like, you the had dragon to balls. like travel across the world to find them, yeah, and most people then, can't fly at mock speed. Yeah, but then fucking Balma, who's cool, but she's just like, uh, you know, like, uh, lady I make Steve things jobs. impossible. Possible. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, she just creates like a GPS and she's just like, oh yeah, you guys just aren't tracking Dragon Ball energy. It's just boop, 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 boop. It's right here. I have it on Google Maps. And so <laughs> with that, the fucking dragon, um, Shin Shinro Binro is, uh, fucking so tired by the end that like the Dragon Balls are like falling apart, right? And Shinro's so like, what they are is yeah. he, he, I'm they, so uh, fucking tired. Yeah, they become something else. They become like, filled with evil energy and they release evil dragons that go out and like fuck up the planet yeah and was that in z that was in gt in gt is strictly have, gt is that where they have black goku who comes in and that's, kills everybody oh, so ooh. goku black is a <laughs> okay, goku black <laughs> is a super villain in super. um not gt yeah, yeah oh my god okay this series is wild as hell we might just copy paste this into the dragon ball episode when we do it um, but other than that, before we dive into, like, the most faithful, beautiful adaptation that's just as good as the main series, is there anything else you wanted to cover here? Uh, nope, but I think it's a good time to move into the subject matter of today being Dragon Ball Evolution. on my belt, I'm feeling like a Majin Pocket full of ivy and you know the face is blue. sick as fuck, it's like I'm walking on the flu. Carol City, nigga, boy, I'm coming out the Okay, so Dragon Ball Evolution is, uh, it, it is a interesting combination, an abomination, a mix of 
Z and Dragon Ball, but like if it were made in early two thousands with uh complete with like T shirts with long sleeves and gray sweatpants on every character. Uh so <laughs> Totally. So so people know like the Avatar the Last Airbender movie as being like a legendary, like this is a bad adaptation thing, and, and I can't wait till we cover that. But like this is universally it's like on that song in uh, uh hunchback of notre dame with like the priest singing to quasimodo like you are deformed i, I am deformed and you are ugly, and I am ugly. ugly. <laughs> yes that is that is uh dragon ball evolution so i guess how when was the first time you saw this because this is this is a piece of film history for sure so so dragon ball evolution i heard of when i was a kid right and i remember i was like just getting into dragon ball z in high school at the time and I didn't watch it because I had just watched Green Lantern starring Ryan Reynolds, and I was just like, this feels reminiscent of that, and that hurt my feelings. So I decided not to watch it, and it wasn't until recently that we were just like, hey, let's watch this film, and so I watched it just a few days ago. And, um, I... I, I, Oh, this was your first time. This was my first time watching Dragon Ball Evolution, and it felt like an exercise in sadism and masochism. Um... It just was straight torture. And, and <laughs> let me go into why. So, basically, first thing that they do is they cast Goku with uh, Justin Chatwin, mm -hmm. who is a Canadian actor and is Caucasian. You've heard of Black Goku, now we have White, White Goku. Goku. There, guys. Right. <laughs> Which, uh. We ready to do some training today, guys? I don't understand why we didn't cast an alien for Goku. I, we right. Clearly, oh, what's wrong? My <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what's oh my god. What's happening? Oh my god. So, like, right off the bat, the casting is just fucking weird because, like, Toriyama originally intended Dragon Ball to have a lot of Chinese specific elements to it. And the characters, even though, like, like, yeah, Goku is retconned as a Saiyan. Like, he's originally intended to be, like, Chinese. That is what he's supposed to be. Even though he has a monkey tail, which was just, like, he was a monkey boy, based off a of monkey mm -hmm. boy. Wait, what? Are you saying that original Goku was meant to just be a Chinese monkey boy? Yeah. Not an actual... No. Wait, when was Saiyan? It when did Saiyans become a thing? Z. It wasn't until Z. It wasn't until Z? Yeah. And Why do you have a monkey so, tail? Because, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, it's Michael. A, okay. it's a, um, it started with mysticism, really. Because it, yeah. it was based, like uh, um, like Hal said, on, on Journey to the West. Uh, uh, so it was based on mysticism and magic. That's why, like, Moonlight and... Um, then science fiction came in in Z because um, a lot of, like, um, Dr. Slump, his first anime, had, like, androids and robots and things along those lines. It's Akira Toriyama's first um, manga that he wrote. Um, and then Super brings that mysticism back with, like, gods and deities. And then there's still also space aliens. So that's kind of the way that it works. That yeah. kind of loop around. Yeah, it's like a perfect summation. So, like... Goku has a tail because he's like this mystic monkey boy mm -hmm. that is also bulletproof and is really, really good at using ki. Yeah. But and, in the original series, they don't say why he's a little bulletproof monkey boy? Well, well, here's the thing. So there's an episode in which, like, they're looking for Emperor Pilaf, who is, like, this little blue goblin who's looking for the Dragon Balls, and he's going to make a wish, and they get caught in this trap. And he's with Yamcha, Bulma, and I believe Master... Or an Oolong, who is, like, the sentient Oolong. pig. And... He looks up at the full moon, and they're like, hey, the moon's out. And he's like, yeah. And then he starts turning into a giant ape called the Uzuru. Uzuru, yeah. The great ape, which is then, oh. so like he freaks out, and he's like, King Konging, just like the palace that Emperor Pilaf is hiding in. And they're like, holy shit, Goku, what? And he's like, he, he turns back into a little monkey boy again, and he's like, 
oh, I had the weirdest dream. I dreamt that I was, like, running around a palace. And they're like, Goku, you're a fucking monster. And he's like, oh. Um, and so, like, in Z, Akira Toriyama retconned him from being just, like, this earthling mystic monkey boy to being, like, a Saiyan, where, like, everyone in his race has a tail and turns into the terrible Uzuru when the full moon is out on, like, their respective planets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, because I thought that they literally made up, like, Ozaru in this movie. No, no. Nope. so the Uzuru told- was okay. a thing, but it was, they really mangled it. They yeah. really mangled it. The the fanboys and the purists, let me tell you, the comment sections on the clips for these videos are a gold mine. Let me tell, you, tell me you didn't just watch the clips for this, though. You no, saw no, the movie, I watched right? the whole thing. <laughs> okay, all right. I, like, I just watched all the clips. I know the film. I've seen four up. minutes. I'm good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay, so any any things that you think we need to touch on first, or can we just kind of lead into what this movie does? Can like, we just do we... get into the movie? Because I've been yeah, waiting yeah. to like rip it up for a while. Please, okay. please go in with your yeah. interpretation of what's happening in this movie. Yeah. Okay. So I I kind of have like the the points written down for the movie. So we'll just all kind of like, you know, uh, 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 leap leapfrog on each other, right, and right, you know, right. we'll we'll just go in this direction. Yes. Okay. So, um, immediately. We open up on the movie, just huge fucking planet Earth, big lights in the in this in space. Immediately, this shit is insane. It opens with an announcement that a warlord named not Piccolo, Piccolo, Piccolo. Uh, that, that's ah yes, Piccolo came with his disciple Ozaru, and they came and fucked Earth up, destroying millions of people in countries. Um, so they they say that like. Piccolo is a is the main villain in this. He's yeah. just some fucking uh, demon from outer space. There's just no reason. But like they say, two thousand years ago, mm-hmm. the entire world world just got blown the fuck up when this happened, and a group of great warriors uh, created the Mafuba, the, the Mafuba, which is just like a, a pot they imprisoned it, him. Inside. Yeah, I believe. And so they said Mafuba. I think the is Mafuba. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Piccolo and Mafuba. Uh, but so they say that they imprison Piccolo inside the earth. Did they ever say how no. he got out? No. No, never. They never did. No. no. Like, what the fuck is it? For? They were just There's like, no well, he's back. And he was just yeah. like, I'm back. And I'm here to take the Dragon Balls. And like, oh, no. This but not only. Foreshadowing for the rest. Back. It's so bad. But the first time you see him, he's like on board a ship. Like Howl's like, Moving like, Castle. Just fucking flying across the earth and everyone's and just like never, wow that plane's flying pretty low and he doesn't say like guess who's back it's just he just there's no it's just like don't worry about it yeah um yeah okay so 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 can i just real quick yeah so so there's again, already so much wrong <laughs> right, 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 right. so so <laughs> real quick right off the bat so okay so the uzuru as we already said was like a saiyan thing claiming that like Uzaru, as they said, was like this one person, this one beast that was Piccolo's disciple is just completely fucking off base. Like, why would you even go there with that? Second, King Piccolo was one of the main final villains of Dragon Ball. So, like, King Piccolo was this demon who came from, like, the, the other world, like, hells. Let's clarify what demon means, though. Right. So demons in Dragon Ball were actually particularly common. So demons were, like, literal hellish demons in Dragon Ball. They weren't aliens, per se. What were, what, were, uh, what were his minions? He, had, he, he was Piccolo. He had Tambourine. He was Piccolo. He had Tambourine, or... who one-shot Krillin mm-hmm. on Ford, like, like, jumped on his head and snapped his neck 
in Dragon Ball, rough. And um, so yeah, he just had these 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 amalgamations of like man and beast that were called demons. So I always thought Piccolo was from Namek. He so it basically so like originally oh, okay. make this literally as simple as possible. Like I'm a little baby. That's fine. Piccolo was originally a demon. Yep. Then Akira Toriyama decided in Z, I like it better if he's an alien. <laughs> okay, okay, so... So, like, uh, Namek's okay. weren't really a thing in Dragon Ball, but they were a big thing in Z, because Akira Toriyama decided, I'm gonna take this into space. Okay, so he's like, what if instead of Little Monkey Boy and the, the, the Green Demon, they were Little Monkey Alien and Green Alien? Yes, exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. But in this in this case, it's back to um, Piccolo uh, f from some other dimension, crash landing onto Earth. But immediately we come across uh, we come across Goku. Uh, this is the first scene down on Earth. Um, we, uh, we come across a version of Goku that exists neither in Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. He's not a kid. He's not an adult. He's 18 years old. He's like pre he's pretty skinny, but he's got some muscle on him. And Mike, what, how, how would you describe this little combat thing going on? Uh, so before we even get into that, the first after we do this this uh, summation of the bullshit that happened thousands of years ago, we have 30 seconds. I'm not kidding. I tried to rewatch this again right before we started recording this. They have 30 seconds of Goku's sweat. Oh yeah. From his eyelashes. Yes. From yes, his it's really long. Nose. Dripping I thought he was off crying. And then, like, splattering on the ground. And I don't care, like, what kind of, like, buff enthusiast you are. Sweat is not sexy. It is not cool. It does Ugh. not excite me. Um, but the next thing that you see is just straight out of your cheesy uh, uh, bee kung fu movie, um, which is just synonymous with what's going to happen through the rest of this. Uh, that he's on, um, what is it, two poles with ropes attached between yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing a tightrope act, essentially. He's, he's got his leg stance, and uh, um, uh, Justin Chatwick has these veins at the top of his forehead that whenever he's exerting himself pop out, and they're there. And, like, immediately, yeah, so... you don't really like Goku. <laughs> right off and the, the guy. And the guy who looks, who, who's playing Goku, he looks like that meme of the kid who's like, veins are bulging yes. out in class. That you know, is that meme like the concept. Yeah. It's exactly like that oh kid. Oh my god. Um, and so he, he's fighting with his, his, his sensei, who's his grandfather named Gohan. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, Gohan is the name of his son in and the grandpa. actual series. It checks right? out. And so oh, that, one, that one actually okay. does read. Okay. They yeah. did get that okay. right. <laughs> I totally, well, it was confusing to me. Don't have, don't have multiple Gohans okay. in your thing. No, 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 you're <laughs> okay. fine. So he's dripping, and they're doing this, like, very... I, I would say, like, it's a poor iteration of The Matrix, because after oh, The Matrix yeah. innovated with all of these, like, practical effects, mm -hmm. where there were very few special effects during the fights of The Matrix, a lot of it was, like, really intelligently done. Uh, 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 gaff work and wires and just a ton of explosives and things that were actually done here. Um, there is no physics as they fight on these ropes. They are, like... They are, like, static in the air, rotating multiple times, like someone is, like, screwed up in Adobe Premiere and is, like, they're <laughs> going, like, 1,200 degrees. Yep, yep. Um, and immediately you're greeted with these lines, like, uh, uh, Goku saying, the first rule of fighting is, there are no rules. And, and amazing original lines, like uh, his grandpa oh going, the first one to touch the ground loses, prepare to eat dirt. As it's just the, the most stock lines, and they're 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 fighting, they're kicking on the uh, ropes. Uh, oh, Goku puts him off balance by he's midair, and he sees a cockroach in the air, and he kicks the cockroach into his grandpa's mouth, and he starts choking, <laughs> and like, 
And the audience is supposed to be like, oh, that was a great move. Why didn't I think of that? It's so weird and uncomfortable and deranged, which is why I liked it. (laughs) I wish there was more of it. And the whole time I'm thinking of Roshi, it was his grandpa. So, um... His grandpa then ganks him, kicks him off. He goes, gets kicked into a bunch of di- like gi- dinosaur so, so, eggs, yeah, and you I, never see what the fuck comes out. I think out they're of melons. I think they're melons. Uh, they might be fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe. Okay, I thought I, was, I would have to rewatch it because I was I thought trying it was to egg biz. Mm-hmm. My, it could have been. It could. It could okay. have been. But so he gets told to use his key. Is was key a thing in the original? Key was in fact a thing. Okay, there we go. So Goku can't use it yet. And he's crying because he is unable to pull bitches. And so, Truly. like, skinny Goku is sad, but his grandpa gives him a special gift for his birthday. Right? What was the gift? The gift is the four-star Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. which is nothing more than a paperweight on its own. Yes. Which is a shitty gift because it's useless and it's just one. So Grandpa sucks. It's like his 18th but, birthday. But, like, so. the worst thing is, is he's just, like, he was like, all right, Go- Goku, here, I got you this four-star Dragon Ball. And Goku's like, uh, thanks. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, like if you assemble it with the other six that are around the planet, you get one perfect wish. And Goku's like, yeah, whatever, Grandpa, thanks. Yeah, he, he prefaces it as this amazing <laughs> gift. He's like, Goku, I got you this gift. You think I forgot your birthday? Here's a here's a ball with four stars on it that move around like it's the inside of a, of a Magic 8-Ball. Isn't this cool? It's, and he's just like... Thanks, Grandpa. He's like, it's Grandpa's wish. He's like, okay, Grandpa's got dementia. Like, he's going crazy. <laughs> he's he's off like, his thanks, meds. Grandpa. I gotta go to school. It's it's very odd. Also, and- Goku goes to high school. Yep. Continue, yes, Pax. Yes, yes, yes. Continue. Go ahead. No, no, no. You get it. You get it. Describe the, the high school. Because- oh, okay. So, Goku is a high schooler with high schooler problems. Being mm-hmm. a high schooler is hard when you're a high schooler. So, oh, Goku, <laughs> Goku goes to Unitech High in this film I, I i made sure as soon as i saw the name of the school i was like i'm writing that shit down mm-hmm, right fucking mm-hmm. now so like he goes to unitech high and the first thing you see is him riding a moped to unitech high he parks his moped he gets off moped he immediately gets off the sidewalk uh, he gets on the sidewalk and immediately upon reaching the sidewalk a hot rod comes up and knocks over his bike and like this guy comes out um, oh god, what the actor's name is Texas Battle. The I character's believe. name is Fuller. Fuller, right. Who, Texas Battle? That's, that's his awesome. name. Man. Fuller's so like the cool. best. He's right. one of my so favorites. Right, so Fuller is, is essentially, and this is where I was just like, this is Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Because he comes out, he knocks his moped over, he gets out of his car, and he's this big, like, Flash Thompson-looking derp. And, he, and this is the type of movie where, like, all the high schoolers drive sports cars. They're all, they all look around 35. The the Marriott yep, yep. Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so, like, Fuller comes out and, like, this really beautiful where the Asian girl comes out and, and you're like, oh, wow, Goku has a crush on her. And then he's just like, hey, Fuller, you knocked over my bike, you jerk. And Fuller's like, oh, yeah? Well, what are you gonna do about it? Geeko? <laughs> And I'm like, Geeko? Pax, Geeko you said you is, like go- Geeko. It's and the I- best. This, is my f- this was probably my favorite part of the movie, even towards the end. Because, like, the name Geeko, and again, all the good parts of this movie are completely inventions of one's own imagination while you're watching the movie and yeah. finding things to appreciate. Yeah. It completely, ins- like, incidental, like, accidents. 
and why I like Geeko is because it's like such a misunderstanding. It, it literally comes across as like the writer not understanding like even what his own characters' names are or how to make fun of them. But why it's genius is it's like calling him Geeko and his name is Goku and not like Giku. Right. Instead, Geeko. It's like not only am I calling you a geek, but I don't even know what your fucking name is, <laughs> and I don't care, and fuck you. And that's why I loved Geeko. That's why I love that he's like Geeko, Geeko, Geeko. Like, right. And so he's sick. just like, well, what are you gonna do, Geeko? Go ahead, Giko. Swing. And Goku, we, we obviously have this idea that, like, Goku doesn't actually, isn't affected by Earth's gravity and, uh, and acts on his own independent axis. And so he's like, you, you go down, the camera pans down to his fist and it's clenched and it's shaking like the Arthur, angry, like the angry Arthur meme. Yes. <laughs> and, and, like, you see Goku's veins popping out of his forehead. And I'm like... If I were Fuller right now, I would definitely think he was going to swing at me. Like, there's no reason. He's, like, sweating. He is so enraged that he is sweating. And the whole time, like, this girl steps forward and she's like, Fuller, leave him alone. Don't do that. And then you're like, oh, that's Chi-Chi. Oh, okay. That's that's supposed to be Chi-Chi. And Fuller's like, yeah, all right. Well, uh, I'll see you later, Giko. And he walks over to Chi-Chi's like, hey, babe, let's go to school. Let's be 35 in a school. And like they go in and, and he does look like how like Fuller looks exactly like how OJ Simpson looked when he was forty <laughs> years old. Like like I'm not kidding, he looks a lot like OJ. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. um but so they go in, and Chi-Chi originally um, in the series, she, uh, she does. Uh, she and Goku wind up getting married. But in original Dragon Ball, they meet because she's like the daughter of some like beast chieftain. Yeah, he's like, the Ox King. Yeah, she's like the daughter of the Ox she's King. A, she's technically like, a princess uh-huh. in her oh own right. Man, Dragon Ball was totally like in a different world than Dragon yeah, Ball. Yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball actually had like a very, very full world, and like yeah. I, it kind of changed a, a lot. She had a helmet that had a fin on the top that she could throw as a disc, and it like cut dinosaurs in half. Like that's what Chi Chi yeah. was, and now. But she was like this little chibi-looking child that, yeah. that, like, she didn't really like, kind of like the Powerpuff Girls, except like she actually had fingers and toes. <laughs> if anybody yeah. can look up Arale from Doctor Slump, it's, yes. that's exactly what she is. Wait, yes. wait, 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 Arale? Yeah. Arale's from Doctor Slump. Yeah, that's why she had that. Um, she had that special appearance in that episode of Super that was full uh, filler arc. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was also in Dragon Ball. So wait, did he just merge those two? Yeah, because Doctor Slump came first. He worked on Doctor Slump from uh, um, eighty to eighty four, and then eighty five he started working on Dragon Ball. So that came first, launched wow. him into stardom, and then he worked on Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's what happened. Oh so back God. to Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes, 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 <laughs> so, yes, yes. So uh, Goku has met Chi Chi, um, who is completely shoehorned into this movie. Should not exist. Nope. There's so much. So so. Okay, I'll I'll leave something that's coming in my head till the end here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a broader thing about just the pacing of this movie. Yep. But so they go to class. Goku's getting talk about talked to, to about the upcoming solar eclipse. He learns nothing in the school about just except like current events. It seems like, and he should be learning, but he's getting so horned up for Chi Chi that he starts hallucinating, and he's just at his desk like veins bulging, and he's just like nutting, imagining Chi Chi in a field of flowers, and his teacher asks him, "What's up?" And he immediately, Goku's just like, oh my god, I'm just thinking about the Nemics who fucked up Earth 2,000 years ago, and I, I hate them so much, and like, 
uh, uh, the teacher's like, okay, kid, whatever. Like, and it's not really clear. Like, does the teacher not believe that like this happened two thousand years ago? What is the archaeological record of this world like? Is Goku just nuts here? Well, like, he says, uh, he says, my grandpa says that we have to be prepared for when the Nemeks return, and the guy's just like, grandpa's crazy. Like, so grandpa Gohan being nuts is just established in this universe by like people right. who aren't even know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, we haven't really seen him use his like key deliberately before, and in this, I don't think because we're supposed to be under the impression that he can't. Yep. Yeah, because the key is like the force in this world. Oh yeah, the key is your own life energy, as it is in many other. But it just literally didn't work this way in the original, right? In terms of it being like airbending, essentially. Yeah, it's not airbending. Okay. Yeah. So how? What's the first time we see him use it? So the first time we see him use it, so he tries when Grandpa Gohan asks him to do it, and he's just like. Ugh, Grandpa, I, I just can't, and I'm so upset about high school. And Grandpa's yes. like, "All right, go to school." And so, like, he gets to school, and Goku is like, like, horned, is like horned up on Chi Chi in the hallway as she is trying to open up her her locker, which for some and reason, it's like an infomercial. It's like that. Have you ever had trouble? Like, it's just like, oh fuck, oh right. God, She's like it. using How this card I... to like electronically unlock her locker and yep. she can't do it and so like Goku's watching her like peeking around the corner like the pink panther and he's just like waves his hand and every locker in the fucking hallway just boom, boom slams open which should have hit her in the face and and, yes. and I'm like wow Goku's really disrespectful of other people's property and that, that is so, what we see. So we see him doing and, nothing to force opening lockers. And there's no rhyme or reason about why the fuck he could open these lockers. So nope. he, he busts them all open. And they have what is maybe like the most mind-exploding line in this movie. Where Chi-Chi says, because they're having like little light banter and it's so poorly written. And Chi-Chi says, just because my name is Chi-Chi doesn't mean I'm stupid. And we're just and like, what? I literally can't even conceive what that line is implying. Like, Chi-Chi is not, like, it's not Japanese for, like, dumb ho. It's not, like, a specifically dumb name compared to every other name in here. But she says, just because my name is Chi-Chi doesn't mean I'm stupid. And and then he goes, well, there's a lot stupider names than Chi-Chi. And she goes, uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm like, I immediately had a aneurysm. It's just, the writing here is so, it's incomprehensible. Any theories as to who thought this was okay? I, I like, don't know who thought it was okay, but clearly, so Ben, so ben Ramsey, when he wrote this screenplay, and also the director uh, co-wrote the screenplay, um, you know, adding little things, taking little things out, and apparently he felt that this one was something that needed to stay. And that very clearly tells me that, oh, Ben Ramsey thinks the name Chi-Chi is stupid. Yeah, I exactly. Don't know That's why. exactly what it is. I don't okay, know why, that, but that he does. Sense. Yeah. Okay, nonsense. So he opens up all the lockers, um, and we flash to, like, after school. It's Goku's birthday, but he dips out. His grandpa's making what looks to be this, like, dope, like, chicken feet dish. Yeah, like, Grandpa Gohan actually looks like a really nice guy. Yeah, and it's supposed to be, like, played for a laugh, because it's like, oh, my God, this guy's cooking with chicken feet? Like, what a gross Chinese (laughs) monster. But it's like, I don't know, it looked kind of good to me. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, and so... um, Goku uh, dips out on his grandpa, who is cooking him his birthday dinner, to go to a party that Chi-Chi invited him to. Because Chi-Chi goes, Goku, you should come to my party tonight. Even though my boyfriend Um, assaulted you and destroyed your property this morning. Yes. I don't think that they were together. No. But the way uh... that Fuller acted, and she didn't, he was just like, come on, babe. And he puts his arm around her when they go into the school, and she doesn't, like, say or do anything. Yeah. Maybe. It's very unclear. So I'm just kind of like, are they? Are they not? So anyway. Chi-Chi's party. It's not at a house. It's not at a mansion. 
It's not in an estate. It's at a fucking castle. It is indeed at yeah. a castle. A gigantic castle. And so we are treated to our first fight scene, which is so disorienting that I, I can barely even... So Son Goku versus Flash Thompson. <laughs> yeah, and so so Son Goku is fighting these kids, and they're, like, giving these completely, like, universe-bending lines with just these high school kids saying things that are so weird and creepy, where one kid goes, Goku, this isn't a fight. It's a massacre. <laughs> Before they, like, go to fight him, it's, like, so weird. It's, it's like he's fighting the Zodiac Killers, but it's supposed to just be a little brawl outside this castle. So every one of us, to give some kind of context here, we have all received certifications in stage combat. So we have at least some of, we know some of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. We've all done on-camera fight stuff. We've all done on-stage yep. fight stuff. How would we describe this original fight scene? Because I have, I have feelings. You know, Michael, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you to take the lead on this one. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. You did? I did. Okay, I, okay. Because I, I, I wrote in my notes, like, Yas, Goku, get your damn self. Because he was, he's holding himself <laughs> the whole time. I mean, it is, again, it is the campiest kung fu B-grade movie trash you've ever seen. But it's it's... It's these long, like, they swing their arms, and there's these long parabolas of arm swings, and, uh, um, like, it's, I guess it's well choreographed? I don't, oh, God. Uh, See, right. for right me, <laughs> intention is just, no, it's, it's everywhere. Like, so they, so, like, this fight starts, right, and they're swinging at him, they can't hit him, Goku's making fun of them while they're swinging, and then Fuller comes out, picks up a pipe, and decides he's not fighting Goku, he's murdering Goku today at this at his girlfriend's house. And so he, like, Goku's on his car, on top of, of Fuller's car, and Fuller just begins swinging madly and wildly at Goku, and every time he swings, he breaks a different part of his car. Which, to me, tells me, like, hey, maybe stop swinging at your car no, after no. you realize, hey, I just took off my mirrors and my windshield and he's still not phased and so like like there was just such a, a weird intention behind this fight of like all right there's clearly trying to kill him but everyone's just kind of like whoa sweet moves goku way to go I'm like they should yep. be in jail because the initial Absolutely. fight is like five or six guys and it's, they yeah and like one of them does like a, a flying jump kick so like yeah he like gets into a stance he's like and I'm like, oh shit, he actually knows how to defend himself. Yeah, he does a flying kick. And these Goku's high like, no. With no martial arts trainings can defy gravity as well as like uh, Goku, who's been training with Grandpa Gohan this entire time. And then he just picks up like a crowbar from nowhere to, to, to Fuller so Fuller can try to kill. And I'm trying to figure out why this one guy in their group who I think actually was an Asian actor. Well, there's that trope in movies, which is uh, problematic. Goku's white, but his grandpa is like an Asian man. Yeah, like, his like very... grandpa, so the actor, I believe, is Korean? Am I wrong in that? I have... I'm not sure, but so Michael... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's just... I, it's true, the intention isn't there, that he suddenly turns like... You beat up my friends, and, like, the car's fine. He's like, I'm going to kill this guy. And you're right. You're like, even Chi-Chi's just sitting... Well, Chi-Chi, I, I guess in universe... Oh, fuck. I'm not going to... No. I'm going to go off on this huge tangent about, like, how it could make sense, and I don't want to. So, no. <laughs> no. So, keeping our forward momentum here, 
a, a core thing that is a common, um, the, the fights here are at the level of, you, there's joy to be found, Mike is totally right on that, but it's like Power Rangers, essentially, yeah. In, yeah. in terms of like, in terms of how these straight punches are landing, the, the um, whatever the opposite of John Wick is, is like encapsulated in this movie where, where physics, um, uh, different sh- uh, a, a core conceit, because we're not going to get into fights 101, Episode idea, mark it on the sheet, Hal. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, a core conceit of um, when you're doing a filmed fight is how long are the shots that you can have. Because if you're, uh, if you have the rule of um, 180 when you're filming, you want to make sure that uh, the, per- the the people are on the, the same side of the, the screen, even if you flip it during a conversation. You want to make sure that um, the, the way that the scene is set up makes sense when you change perspectives. And if you're doing a fight scene, the longer you can keep the camera like still and focused on a scene, the more readable a fight scene will be. But this um, reminded me both of Power Rangers and uh, it's like the the man with the um, it, it was the the, the Marvel movie uh, the Marvel series that that really bombed uh, on um, Netflix about the guy with um, steel fists, uh, Iron Fist, oh, 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 oh. Iron Fist, yeah. yes. In which there was a a clip online of a minute of Iron Fist that packed in. I believe it was something like. 111 cuts mid-fight. Oh my and god. And so when you're seeing the different cuts where it's like someone's punching at the beginning of one shot and then it goes to another and the fist is landing and then it's like a wide shot going back and then it's the wide shot from the other side, it's just not clear where fights are happening. And it's continuously disorienting. And Goku beats the shit out of these kids. Chi-Chi is getting all... She's moister than an oyster watching from, you know, her castle. And we come to fucking Piccolo. Piccolo. Because Piccolo um, is... He's just out. Yep. He's on an airship that we don't see anyone else as an airship. There's no sense of technology in this world or how this world functions. He's out on an airship with a woman who I guess her name is Mai? I, I, it's never said in the film. I think it's supposed to be based off the character Mai. It is Mai. It is Mai. It is Mai. Yeah, okay. it's in the ca- credits as Mai. Gotcha. But I, I think we must all be in agreement that they literally never give her a name. Yep. Right? Nope, like it's never. just literally like this is some human woman near Piccolo and duh, what? And so she fights with them, but they don't even like talk with each other. It's so crazy. And so she also uh, has Piccolo, a boob window, which is which is very yeah, uh, yeah. just just unnecessary. And so, yeah. And so <laughs> jumps into Gohan's house, tries to fuck Grandpa Gohan up. He's doing his uh, Hadoukens and his his flying crane kicks. And uh, Piccolo comes in and he fucks Grandpa's shit up. And he does what I think is like the the first legitimately cool thing in the movie, which is he crushes the house. Yeah. Because um, again, the the characters, the the idea of the Force, it's a Star Wars thing. It doesn't exist here, but it's just how power behaves in this world. Where you see Piccolo just once on this character, never again. Just he crushes the house and like exactly how his fingers are crushing, so too does the house like disintegrate behind. It him. is. It's literally um, the Force until it's not in this film. Which, which yeah. in Dragon Ball, like, there are elements of force, uh, of, like, key control that allows you to affect the world around you, similar to the force, but not with the same sort of dexterity and control. No. Yeah. So, just making shit up. And so, uh, you know, Goku's had a good night at his party. He's coming back home to his house, which is now fucked. Piccolo is out. He found out that the grandpa's Dragon Ball is gone, and you find out Piccolo is going to get the Dragon Balls to... What is his goal in this movie? To, uh, I guess annihilate Earth. Because like, he's like, it's time to get my revenge. So he's summoning the dragons to blow up Earth, I guess? 
They don't, I don't say that. I don't sure. think it ever says what he no, wants with them. I think he just. I think, wa- I think he just wants think to make say a destroy wish. Earth. Yeah. But why he wants to do it? Like why he wants to destroy the Earth is not clear. And why he's like, waiting and, for the eclipse? Because uh, if he's just going to use the Dragon Balls, then he doesn't need U- Uzaru. He doesn't need him on his side yeah, to do that. Yeah, because again, all you know is that Piccolo came to Earth with Uzaru. God, we got to find a way to streamline this, make sure the audience uh, for this does not have an aneurysm while we try to describe it. Oh, my it. God. Okay. Okay. Right. So yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's try to, let's push forward. Let, let's let's we're, keep we're going. Get, keep the, get the pace all good. Okay, okay. So um, uh, Goku's sixth sense, it was his sixth sense that told him his grandpa was getting dicked. He headed home in time to see his grandpa die, and his grandpa says, go seek out Master Roshi because he's got another ball. Go get the balls. Um, and oh, dies. So he gets his grandpa's robes, with a, which are the traditional cool orange Goku robes. Mm-hmm. Even if you haven't seen Dragon Ball Z, if you saw these robes, you'd know what we were talking yes, about. Yes. Um, Goku is in the house the next day. He's like getting his shit together, getting the robes, and a woman is in there with a fucking full gun. She's got a gun. And <laughs> she's and she's just in there. It's just the, this hot woman with a gun, and Goku's walking around as an 18 year old, and he goes, "Oh, hi!" And she immediately. <laughs> Like she starts blasting. She starts blasting. And um, uh, Goku goes, are you Piccolo? And she goes, again, an, an actual line I like. If I was a Piccolo, whatever that is, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I was a Piccolo. And so she just starts blasting. They have a little gunfight. And then eventually they calm down. Um, she was investigating the Dragon Balls because her dad owns a corporation and had one. But my stole it. The woman who was with Piccolo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she invented a Dragon Ball locator. This is Bulma. Bulma is here. Actually, a very good actress, and we'll talk about this later, about yeah. how some of the actors, they're fucking doing their jobs. Yeah. Like, they really are. Um, and so she invents a thing called <laughs> DBE. She says, we got to go get that DBE, which is Dragon Ball Energy, which is just a changed uh... around BDE. So, <laughs> so we're going to call it dig, uh, Big Dick Energy Ayo. here. Um, so they got to go get the um, got to go get the BDE. Uh, they go to a city. Bulma is eating. Uh, Goku's eating an oversized turkey leg. They go into a city to find Roshi. Um, uh, what what is this intro like with uh fucking Roshi here? Um, so uh, he okay yeah. he goes in. Goku spills some shit and meets Roshi. And yeah. what what's our okay? What is what is traditional Roshi? Anyone who sees Roshi, what are we expecting? So Roshi is an old man with like a Fu Manchu kind of kind of like beard mustache, totally bald at the top of his head. Uh, uh, pervert man. Like, that's what we're expecting to see is yeah. this old, old dude come down instead of this guy in, what would you say, Hal, his 30s? His Maybe. I, I would guess maybe early 40s at the uh-huh. oldest. Uh, yeah. And, like, that's what we get. It's just this 30-year-old guy jumping in, in a behind, In, like, a Hawaiian t-shirt. Yeah. And normal Roshi looks 120 years old. Yeah. He's always hunched over. And he's, like, even worse than Barney from How I Met Your Mother. Like, Roshi would get me to to fucking hell and back. Yes. He's, like, yeah. he's literally one of these old, like, anime characters where the punchline is like, Oh, well, maybe I'll just feel upon your big juicy titties. Oh, yeah. and then the And then the woman in question is like... Oh. Silly old man, stop! Right, and he's like, no, I never will. And then it's like <laughs> next scene, and it's like it's the characters that you're just fucking naughty. That's, that's an exact representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exact. Oh god. So um, Roshi's chilling in the house. Roshi says he trained his uh, Gohan, Goku's grandpa. And um, yeah. after they have a little fight thing, uh, he does a kind of outlandish laugh. He does like a weird little anime laugh, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. Mm, like, okay. It was, 
It was a moment of style. Well, yeah, know, what did he say? Okay. Uh, it is I, the Invincible Muten Roshi! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. oh, hey, my grandpa's dead. And he's yep. like, oh. Like, mood killer, bro. Let me yeah. have this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So Goku uh, is told by Roshi that shit is getting fucky with the balls. And Roshi tells him, he like wrote a poem about the balls. And he's like, you need to get the balls. Otherwise, the world will fall. And together, we need to climb the walls and gather the balls together today. Yeah, like, you know, he's yeah, like, yeah. The prophecy uh, they talk about. The prophecy. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know if this was in the wake of Avatar. But Roshi lets them know that the world is fucking toast in seven fucking days mm -hmm. unless they get their balls. They're yep. like seven days before the eclipse and Piccolo uses it to unleash the sauce. Like, yeah, sure. Weird. There's no timers like this in the original series. Nope. I mean, they already have some of the balls. But so Roshi does something that doesn't exist in the original. And he says, okay, well, uh, I need to teach you airbending now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair when he yeah, said okay. airbending. Take, take this, man. I was like, he was like, oh, let me teach you a little bit of airbending. I remember. Oh, that's what happened. So like, uh, Goku and Roshi are fighting, and you see Goku try to do this move that Grandpa Gohan uses on him in the beginning of the film called the Shadow Crane Strike. Mm. And so like he does it, and then Roshi's just like, and then just hits him up against the wall, fucks him up, and he's like, hmm, the Shadow Crane Strike, basic airbending technique, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like what? What do you mean, basic airbending technique? And he was just like, "Yep, that's a, that shows that you have a basic understanding. Train with me, and I'll help you master all the elements." And it's, I'm like, "Um, wait, what do you mean all the elements? Is 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 this is this a bending show? Is that what this is now?" And that was it. That was li literally you don't it. See any other the techniques? Other elements? No, nope. nothing. You like... just see him. Like, like the one thing you see is the Kamehameha wave, which, you know, if you've seen Dragon Ball Z, you know the Kamehameha, that thing. And he describes it as an airbending technique. Yep. Which, yeah, so which is just so wrong. So the traditional Kamehameha is something that, again, should, if you haven't watched DBZ, you probably have heard that. You know, in the same way that, you know, like a Shoryuken, you know, like you know a Kamehameha. It's, you charge up your beam, and what is it in the, is it, it's your life force? It, like, it is your key, it is a manifestation of your key, like, basically densed in your, in your hands. And so, like, the yeah. denser, the longer you charge it, the denser it gets, and the more damage it does. Yeah. And it's, when you shoot it, it's like a gigantic fucking killer laser. Yeah. Super ball energy. Yeah. And it has so, so much power and momentum, but in this, it's literally like a, a wet, vaporous fart that you, like, draw from the universe <laughs> before you, like, yeah. you know, outwards. And what, what is, like, most highly incomprehensible about this, and something where, like, I think with anime hitting the mainstream in a way it hadn't before, I actually have a greater degree of confidence that this would not happen today. Where it's like they literally took, instead of streamlining this, like, the most complicated aspect of Dragon Ball Z, like, you still have seven Dragon Balls, you still have, like, all of these little cultural touchstones, and then chose to add, like, more onto it. You know, they chose yeah. to add, like, elemental bending and stuff, and it's, like, com completely strange. So... Uh, so strange that they chose to do this. Um, next thing after they mentioned airbending, they head to some type of kung fu tournament, some type of kung fu martial arts people are punching in a desert, and they meet up with Chi-Chi. Goku heads there, and Chi-Chi says, you know, nobody knows this, but I know this is kind of random, but I'm a fighter too. <laughs> and she's just out there doing martial arts, 
and it lasts for a minute that they're there. It's like only Goku there, and then Bulma and Roshi are off to the side. They don't meet Chi-Chi. I'm not clear why they're there at all. It's just, again, to kind of be like, oh, let's make sure that he talks to Chi-Chi again, and they go. Um, oh, it's, and... a, it's a training spot. That's where he's going to learn more airbending. That's why. And that it's not a yes. training spot anymore. That's why. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yep. And they it seemed, because a big theme of Dragon Ball Z is training yeah. is you're you're training you're doing your your weightlifting you're doing your your you're running you're making sure you're building up the strength and you work for it but literally um the one bit of training i remember him doing in this is he is like on the back of a truck doing a one-handed like handstand and roshi just asks him to do like a kamehameha and blast the orange out of his hand with air bending and he does it immediately and yep. he's sweating a lot like his head but but there's no sense of training or progress or struggle like he doesn't ever struggle to learn anything in this movie um so they go to the thing so goku can go talk to his honey they then go to the desert uh and roshi gives them the entire backstory of the world in like 15 seconds because they have all fallen into a giant hole in the desert they're walking they fall into a hole and my bitch yamcha appears oh, the best character yamcha? In this movie. Come yeah. On. So okay, who's who's Yamcha? Yamcha is uh, one of the original characters of Dragon Ball, and basically that is how they met him. He he is a bandit that lives in the desert, and like he tricks people by like making them fall into his traps, and then he yep. like makes them pay him to get them out, and then he just trapped them, and they were just like, "Huh, psych, we can jump out of here," and so they just did. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh shit, maybe I should hang with you guys." And so he probably has like ten lines in this movie. Yeah, right? like. He, um, honestly, and, he was pretty similar to how he actually was in the show. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. except in this, I think he has he has like blonde dreadlocks. Yeah, basically yeah. Yamcha two thousand. Okay, <laughs> sick. So they're in a hole, um, and it seems like they're all trapped. And Yamcha's at the top, being like, "Oh, y'all won't be able to get out unless you give me a ton of fucking money." And they're all like, oh, "We don't have any, so we'll just be in the hole, I guess." And they stay there literally like all through the night until like midnight, until Roshi decides to just jump out of the hole. Yeah, just jumps out. And then Roshi goes like, hey, Yamcha, how would you like to make the most money you've ever seen? Yamcha's like, what? And he says, well, how about this is Balma? Whatever she invents next, you get like a third of the royalties. And Yamcha's just like, yas, fucking yas. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I can't believe that they put this on the screen. Because uh, they get through. Deep breaths, deep they, breaths. I'm losing my shit. Deep breaths. They get a ball. Oh my god. Um they they go through oh fuck, they're on a, a volcano. Yep. Okay. Please someone tell me I'm not gaslighting myself. Uh, right. This really all happens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so Okay. So they're in a hole, oh. they drill a wall, they're in a volcano. Go ahead. So so basically they get to this volcano, right? And they're looking at this volcano and there's a dragon ball on the other side of this enormous pit of lava. And they're looking at it and they're like, oh well, how are we gonna get there? Cutscene. Gets over to, uh, back to Piccolo's airship. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. Uh, Piccolo, uh, straps himself up to a chair. And you're like, well, what's he doing? And there are, like, these needles in these chairs on, like, for each of his arms. And he clasps them over his arm. And then, like, it starts taking blood out of his body. Which looks very, very painful. And you hear Maiko, oh, your blood will give them life. Jesus. And you're like, who? Who's what? And then you look over in this like cryopod directly across from him and you see this creature like taking form inside this pod. And then like Piccolo just steps out of the chair and he's like, all right, now that that's done, time to go send them out. 
And you're like, what? You doing you're like, what the hell was that? And so like back to the volcano. They're in the volcano. They're like, all right, let's go get that dragon ball. And something jumps out at them. Like these multiple somethings jump out at them. Michael, like what was your first impression of what these beings were that assaulted them? As a as a Dragon Ball fan, I was like, check out these Cybermen, you know? Like, yeah! That's what they were. That's what they, they were. Cybermen. Cybermen. So yeah. they're 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 fighting them on this volcano, and one of, as they're fighting him, I think uh, Bulma blows one up, and he blows a hole in his side, and then like they they regenerate, so they're immortal too. Yes, they're completely immortal. Uh, uh, um, and the the Dragon Ball is on another side of the pit, and Roshi is like, we gotta, we gotta, we can't defeat them like this. We gotta get over to the Dragon Ball, and Goku, who is. Smart in this movie, apparently. Which is but but kind joke. of only he's only smart because the world is dumb. Uh, that yeah. is it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, starts taking these regenerative beings who just grow body parts back, throws them into lava, and makes them into a bridge. Like they don't burn up; they just they're just a bridge, and they just stay there. Like they're still alive. They move in the shots, and they just kind of jumps over them. Like they cut them up and they throw them, and then he gets the Dragon Ball, and and then like, yeah. Maya appears and yeah. like they fight and here's one moment in the movie that I actually really appreciated and I'll tell you why. So like they're fighting, okay. right? Goku's fighting Maya hand to hand. Maya's a gun and like they're going at it and Maya lands one solid haymaker right into his face and it doesn't move his face. Like hits him straight on and you see him like smudged up and it's just kind of like Okay, and then he just blows her away. And, like, that is such a defining element of Dragon Ball Z. And that, like, I am so much stronger than you that you could kick me right in the teeth and I won't even blink. And, like, that, I was like, oh, well, that was a fun little throwback to the anime, but that was really the only thing that I enjoyed about it. So, like, he blows her away, she runs away, and he's just kind of like, that was weird. And then he goes back and he's like, hey, I got the ball. (laughs) Yeah, and so a normal movie, it would be, you know, you'd add pacing of just, oh, here are these crazy indomitable, like, you know, goblin enemies who we can't kill. And then later in the movie, it's like, oh, finally, it's like, like in the Terminator when they do this, there's like molten metal at the end of the yeah. movie. It's like, finally, we could get rid. But this whole fight scene with these little, like, uh, Piccolo goblins lasts like fucking a minute. Yeah, it's very like, and short. Then it's like so quick, and they're just thrown into the lava. Um, and so... Uh, they got the fucking thing. Uh, Yamcha gets air blasted in the crotch, and he goes, "Oh damn! I just fried my nest." <laughs> Which that's again, what he said. I right? couldn't yes! understand him. Yes. What? And they Which just again, laughed at oh him. My God. Which again, another one of the other good parts of this movie is Yamcha saying that. Oh my God. And again, it's funny, but not for the reason they want it to be. Right. <laughs> so. They take a little break. Um, this whole thing moves so disorientingly fast, but Roshi visits a temple where his master is there. They look like the warriors who sealed Piccolo away in the beginning, and he teaches him how to use the holy Mufasa Basitasa technique to maybe seal Piccolo away when they face him. And they say, you can use the holy Mufasa Basitasa technique, but you will, you'll die. You'll use your life force if you do this, Roshi. And Roshi's like, whatever. Okay, sure. 
And so um, Chi Chi's in a tournament. Chi Chi's doing a tournament because Dragon Ball Z, you got to have a tournament. Coincidentally, so yeah, th this is when they first were at the training ground and he met Chi Chi. She's like, oh, yeah, this place where this holy temple is, uh, there's going to be a tournament there. And then <laughs> after they <laughs> defeat the Cybermen. Oh, oh, my God. And it's the same holy temple. Uh -huh. It's the same holy temple. They oh. defeat the Cybermen. And like he's just like, we got to go to that holy temple that the hot girl character that makes your key go off is at. And it's like, oh, cool. Okay. I didn't get that at all. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I thought that it literally it made no sense why she was there. Nope. And I'm right, it doesn't make sense, but like, because yep. I thought it was literally like the other side of the world was this temple, but no, the tournament was held. Oh, I'm gonna have a heart attack. All the okay. dragons <laughs> are like 30 feet apart. Like, that's all yeah, you need to so know. Yeah, and so. So the tournament ring is like in the basement of the temple, and it looks like like the in the the, the the fight the tournament fight in like Karate Kid, but it's really colorful. It actually looked kind of cool. I would yeah, like yeah. to see like actual fights held there. And again, the whole fight lasts less than thirty seconds, where there's like a little fight going on, and who's fighting Chi Chi? It's fucking Mai, who like ten seconds ago was at the volcano. Right. <laughs> like, so right. And she's, she's like mid fight with Chi Chi. Yep. Yeah. So she gets the. I guess some of Chi-Chi's blood yep. during this fight is her goal. She's not there to win. She's there to get some Chi-Chi blood to turn into Chi-Chi, why she can do this, how she can do this, when she does you this. You never know. You nope. never know. never know. It's just great. It's so, a power uh, she has. Yeah. While this is happening, another one of my – everything involving Yamcha I fucking loved in this. Bulma and Yamcha go to chill. Jesus. They have talked twice before in the movie. They've said hello. Bulma says, again, supernatural clunky – supernatural line – I never thought I could enjoy talking to a thief. And then they go to kiss. They stop for no reason. Bulma says, maybe I like bad men. And Yamcha goes, that's good to know on the day before the end of the world. And it's the, it's just the weirdest the weirdest shit, and the actors are trying their hardest. And, but the, uh, the funny thing is about that one line, maybe I like Batman, is that it's true because later she cucks Yamcha for Vegeta, who is in like series, an intergalactic yeah. warlord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so um, with lines like, I never thought I could enjoy talking to a thief, which is weird, yep. and then that's good to know yeah. on the day before the end of the world. Um, then he learns the Kamehameha. He is getting tauted by uh, Roshi. He charges it, and it looks so airy and vaporous. And Roshi does a cool little, like, arm thing where it's, like, yeah, it's, like, it's like literal, uh, like, yeah. avatar shit. But he's, like, channeling his air. Yeah, it's so, um, but it's, like, the, this, like, a little wet blue fart that he summons. And normally, the only thing you'd use a Kamehameha for is to blow a fucking mountain in half. But in this, it's literally he Kamehameha's a candle, and it doesn't disturb the candle. It just lights the candle. Um, it's very weird. And so, um, oh so he's outside. He's practicing the Kamehameha. He tries twice to do it. Within 10 seconds, he tries twice. He fails both times. First time we see him fail at anything, and it takes 10 seconds. And, and he, he has to, like, light these five lamps. Uh, and Chi-Chi comes out of fucking nowhere. And Goku's like... In this, like, oh, hot white nightgown. Oh, oh she yeah. super hot. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. But, but, like, she's, like, in pajamas. She, mm -hmm, 100%. Watching him train. Yeah. And Goku goes, oh, my God, have you been watching me? And asks for no follow-up. And she says, hey, man, if you, there's five paces between us and there's five lanterns. Oh, my God. Every lantern you light, you can take a pace towards me. Maybe you and just need like, a little incentive. Yeah. And Goku is like, uh, okay, what happens when I reach you? Or, or, or what happens when there's no paces left? And then she goes, 
oh well then i can reach you and it's like it's very extremely sexual right (laughs) but but like not in a good way no it's weird but so again he's tried twice he's failed within 10 seconds this is his character arc normally someone to master their power in a movie takes two hours they fail again and again but so he's tried twice in 10 seconds Chi Chi comes up and says, hey, I'll touch you if you can light these. And then immediately, he does all five right away. Yep, yeah. Like, not trying, he doesn't uh. focus, it's just all of them. Ba, 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 ba. And then they fucking kiss, and it's thick, and, and it's And then blasted. he, he uh, li- takes all of the candles out in, like, one fluid move while he's kissing her. Yeah. Just, just like, woof. On. And he's mastered it. He's mastered it. Got it down, baby. It just takes a little horniness. He's a true avatar. Yep. Just from yeah. a bone. Oh, so yeah. we, are in, we are back in the temple. And Mai, having stolen Chi-Chi's blood, now looks like Chi-Chi. So she comes in and she's there to steal the Dragon Balls. Bulma and Yamcha, who have never met her. Who have never met her. They have never talked. Yep. They're in the hallway and they go, Oh, oh hey, Chi-Chi, what's up? And Bulma goes, hey, Chi-Chi. <laughs> Chi Chi was like, oh, hey guys, uh, okay, bye. And she's like crawling out of Goku's room, and I'm just like, oh man, I guess my man was fucking slaying Punani tonight. And, <laughs> and Bulma's like, okay, shut up. Uh, and then immediately, like, a real Chi Chi comes out of a room, a different room, Scooby Doo style. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they run. They fucking run. And so what is this combat encounter like? Because at this point, this is honestly where I basically stopped keeping notes because I my fucking brain started leaking out of my eyes. Oh, okay. So um, Maya and her escape, because Maya is Chi-Chi and Chi-Chi is Chi-Chi. And uh, Maya and her escape sets fire to a hallway so they can't pursue her. Balma and Yamcha go to find another way to get to the battle. And Goku, looking through the fire that nobody can go through, apparently, sees there are two Chi-Chis and then... Uh, uh, army rolls through the fire. Extra uh, disorienting because we never know her name is Mai because they don't mention it. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. Chi Chi and other uh, Chi Chi and Assassin Girl. So this 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 firewall that she put up that Goku just like like steps through pretty much. This is and then he goes and they're fighting and like we you'd imagine that we'd have like that moment of like I'm Chi Chi no I'm Chi Chi no I'm Chi Chi. He just fucking picks the one that isn't beaten up because he's like it's Chi Chi. She's got a dumb name. She's weak as balls, and she kick. He kicks the shit out of her, and then he turns in, and like the one that's on the floor is like Ron Chi Chi, and blows him up and runs away. So the girl that he's been crushing at, he just fucking roundhouse kicks her in the face, <laughs> and then they ditch because then Bomo's just like, oh balls, they got all the dra- oh no, she shoots him, he dies. Roshi brings him back to life with the Kame- Kamehameha. And then he uses it to heal him like yeah. it's water bent. Okay. Which they do in super. It does ten happen. Years later. They do it, but like it doesn't read. Mm-hmm. And then the BDE is used, and it's like they have all seven, which they just know they're in a clump. It's just like, okay, so apparently they know that if they're all together, it's somebody else. And they ditch Chi Chi. They all jump into a car, and they go. Like he gets the Mafuba vase, and he's like, here's the vase. Pray it is enough. It's going to have to be. And they take off, cut, and. That, then we're you keep going, please, because oh, this is oh, where I burnt out. Dang, oh, okay. God, yeah, I've got the whole thing. I can see a movie once, so I got it. So they're on oh, the great. way. Oh, great, okay, take the wheel. They're on the way there. They get on, You see uh, Piccolo and uh, nameless uh, Asian goth big titty character yeah. uh, um, get onto this place. They play a slow Dragon Ball. It's like, uh, you don't know what hell is like. Uh, I, I feel like Jafar in Disney. I was trapped in this tiny space for forever. <laughs> and he places them in this pillar, like just erects out of nowhere. 
Um, and they're driving. And he goes, Dragon, the test of seven has been fulfilled. I call on you to grant my eternal wish. And as, <laughs> as they're going, you know, uh, um, Yamcha's uh. driving. Bulma's in the next seat. Roshi's just sitting there. And Goku's sitting there. He's like, you know what would be awesome to do here is if I had, like, this half-ass transformation. He puts on these long boots. And you know the Spirit Halloween uh, orange gi is going to come out. He's going to yeah. slap that on his body. And they just arrive and they arrive and he's got on his gi and you're expecting this showdown and piccolo is up there i think they blow up the dragon balls somehow. yeah like roshi sends down a blast which like disrupts the process and yeah. piccolo is like Ugh! and when the process is this no he falls they all fall down and like he lands there and they they start having this dialogue like i've come to defeat you uh, uh, and before your your guy Uzaru comes, or Ozaru, they call him Ozaru, not Uzaru, I think it's Right, Uzaru's right, Ozaru. Ozaru. Because uh, uh, you have no idea where the fuck he is this whole film. It's like, because you never know how Piccolo escaped, or where Uzaru yeah. was, it's just like... You just know that Ozaru were... just, like, wandered off. Yeah, he poofed. After Piccolo was defeated, the first time. And so uh, we have anyone who's watched Dragon Ball knows what's coming, you know. And right, Piccolo, you get an idea. You're like, all right, and something's happening. Like, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, oh, fuck. He he's like, uh, you came to Earth years ago, and every time Goku gets a Dragon Ball, he's a flashback. And so now we just take those flashbacks, we stuff them in a blender. Like, here they go. This is the story you're supposed to get. He's like, you're Ozaru. You're you're my bad guy. You're two thousand years old. Uh, didn't you know that? <laughs> upon this realization, the moon immediately just dance mocking It's just like boom! It's a solar eclipse, and he starts monkey transforming. And in the comments, because this is the only clip I watch, in the comments it was like that feeling when you can't make the poop. Uh, he just has this this <laughs> like strange and Bumble's like Goku, no! And and he just starts transforming and. Like, look, Ozaru has a Dragon Ball, and they and they they uh, Goku goes apeshit, terrible CGI monkey Goku when he's not ape suit. Uh, right, uh, right. Goku leaps off after them. Roshi and Piccolo have like a kind of off, or they're like shooting energy beams at each other, and they right. Um, and they're disappearing into a cave, and Bulma and Yamcha are in a cave, and they're running away, and Yamcha's like, "Go, I'll stop him from here." And Bumble's like, no, you'll die! And he's like, no, I'll be okay. And she throws him his gun, he points at the doorway that he's supposed to come through, and the monkey comes through the wall! Like the fucking Kool-Aid man, just it boom! Takes, it takes out Yamcha, it takes out blonde hair Yamcha. Um, and then, uh, um... We You're like, well, shoot. he's dead. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> then we have, uh, um... Uh, Moshi tries to do the Mafuba. He's like, Mafuba! Yeah. And Piccolo's like, Ah, oh, Jesus, I don't know what to do. Except. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's spinning around in his head. It's, it's literally like if you're a kid and you've got an inner tube and you're in a whirlpool, and you're just like, Oh, he's doing that motion. He's just like, His arms are flying out to the side, and then he drops one of the red energy bombs that he's done throughout the entire movie, blows everything up. Um, and then Goku comes in Ozaru form and just starts fucking BDSM choking Roshi. Just, like, intense, like, choking him out. And throughout this entire movie, Gohan's been saying, like, in order to defeat your enemy, you must master yourself. Or some bullshit like that. Yeah, you must have faith in who you are. Yes, that's what it is. Because that's that's what he's talking about with, like, he's trying to talk about high school girls. He's like, no, it's about the monkey spirit inside of you, dipshit. Um, Yeah. And so, like, which Roshi... like would have been a great heads up to be like, hey, you're actually this two thousand year old malevolent deity brought to Earth to like just completely kill everybody. But like, hey, have fun in class. 
Yeah, <laughs> like this. Not, I don't know why the secrecy had to happen, but apparently had to happen. Um, um, so Roshi says the same thing. He's like, "Oh, he gets control back after murdering Roshi." Yeah, uh, and then they go into a final, final battle. Yamcha's there. He's totally fine. Bomo's there. They watch and like. Pic Piccolo jumps up in the air, like, you know, over the arts, martial arts time. He's charging, like, a red thing. Goku's on uh, the ground charging a Kamehameha with... And we'll get into the Kamehameha when we get there. And they clash. They clash. Uh, um, Goku blows up Piccolo. How does he go away? Does he Piccolo? Does he Piccolo? just blow up and he's gone? I think he just blows up and he's gone. What happens is they, like, they do the clash, yeah. like, the classic Z clash... And then they fly up at each other, and they wham, they hit each other, and then this enormous explosion happens, and they both hit the ground, and Goku's like, uh, in this pile of rocks, and Piccolo is just like, uh, and he's completely caved in by these gigantic rocks, and you're like, yeah, he's probably dead. Like, rocks, we can't see him, therefore he's probably dead. Definitely dead. If a character doesn't die on screen, they're definitely dead. It's they're gone. It's just the way it goes. If yep. you don't see their heart, like, leaking out of their chest, Kalima, they're dead. Yep. Um, and so after that happens... Uh, um, they get the dragon balls up to the top. He summons the dragon, who is called Shenlong. Shenlong, which, the dragon. Which isn't technically wrong. It's no. just different. Yeah. It's weird, but anyway, continue. And he's like, give Moot and Roshi life. And Roshi comes back to life. He was like, bitch, you won. And then that's it, I think. I don't... Oh, oh no. the and last part. Oh, my it fucking God. The last part, it looks like the end of Lord of the Rings, the third Lord of the Rings in which the lens flare is turned up to 11 mm -hmm. and we our lovers have their reunion and i'll just let you guys take it away from here because just like how when i watched the movie my last note is um and they turn the lens flare up to like 9000% and make up hard and fight and oh god i'm losing the will to fucking live so mm -hmm. please just right. so, get so, so, us the shit basically <laughs> so like goku and chi chi are back together and like they reunite and they kiss and they're like later they're in this ring this tournament ring and uh, Cheech is just like, uh, hey, we never really got to have our fight. And Goku's like, well, I did, like, punch you in the in the face earlier. Sorry, by the way. Cheech is like, oh, that's okay. Why don't we, uh, have a round and have a go at it and see who's really better? And Goku's like, okay. And so then they run each other and like, ha! And then... Credits! Credits! Now, and, I, and uh, do you, do you, did you guys watch through the credits? Yep, yep. Yeah. We okay. saw the post-credit scene. All right. There's, uh, go, 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 okay, go. Okay, so there's the mid-credit scene. At the very beginning for the first Dragon Ball, there's a woman protecting her child, um, and she's got the Dragon Ball because Piccolo blew up the village. And my Wait, is this the same woman? Yes, it is. It's the same no woman. No way! Yes, it is! I it's was sitting there, girl. I was looking, I was like, this isn't the same girl. No yes, fucking is. way. It is. I checked the wiki. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so it's the same woman, and like, there's a guy in the bed, and he's got a hood on. <gasps> Mysterious guy. And like, she's coming with like soup, or like something. And she yeah. comes, and she goes to give it to him. And this pathetic piccolo like, looks up like, yes, mommy, soup. And then it goes black, and it's done. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, you have just experienced Dragon Ball Evolution, and we are going to come back refreshed, and we're going to just real quick try to try to take us off.
All right, everybody, welcome back. We have uh, officially healed. We have uh, done our done our, our prayers. Uh, we've lashed ourselves, and we're ready to kind of continue here. So it's clear that we're maybe not the biggest fans of Dragon Ball Evolution, but what do we think are the biggest sins of this movie? Like the the general things that are are fucking wrong here. So, um. This is two thousands movies. Always have the high schooler struggling to get by, has to get the girl. So all of our single young characters are paired off. Um, Goku's got teen angst, and probably the thing that hurts the most is they don't build on anything. They want to jam so much in this movie, so we don't build on the school, the town. There's one scene where we see like the city, and I think all their budget went into this one backdrop of the city because it's this huge, wonderful set piece, and we never see it again. Um, they just don't build or keep anything. So there's no intrigue because we're not getting anything new. And the new stuff they added, like uh, uh, key element forms, is just the most half-assed uh, sideways bullshit we've ever seen. Um, so that's what I would say. I, I think the biggest sin that was committed within this film was just not letting it stand on its own. Not letting the material stand yeah, for itself. Exactly. Like, like they had, there is this weird feeling of like we have to make this make sense for people but then it was like they started with a concept that like might make sense and they were just like eh, that's enough and, and so like like dragon ball was the reason that so many people loved it is because it was such a diverse and 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 fantastic world in which like these things just were there weren't like a lot of explanations for like why there are t-rexes wandering around or why the red ribbon army has such a hard-on for goku like or, like, why Goku even is, like, this little mystic monkey boy. Like, yeah. these things aren't explained within the show. But, like, in the movie, it's like Ben Ramsey felt this need to, like, I need to make this make sense for 2000s-era teenagers. And it just didn't work. It didn't happen. And, and it didn't respect the material. And 2000s-era teenagers are the ones who know the material. Right. So they didn't yeah, I... need to make it make, like, sense. <laughs> I can't tell if this makes more or less sense having seen Dragon Ball Z. Like, I, I literally can't because... One of the reasons why we have fantasy tropes at all is because they serve as like little markers. They're like short secondhand. We talked about this in, um, uh, I think, Attack on Titan as to why we don't have like, oh, the Gazorpazorps and the Florbian Mines and a battle for like uh, Crumbium minerals as, as to like, well, that would make very little sense. And so we need to kind of relate to the real world in some way, have these relations. But in this, they have all of the, the, the words of Dragon Ball Z. They have all the character names, but they, they don't have the, who the characters are, or the connections. Goku himself is heinously unlike Goku in the series. Like Goku in the series is wholesome. Okay, Hal, you, I mean, you, go ahead. Well, I'll talk about this more in one of the next topics. Um, but, but continue, please. Yeah. So, um, not only do they, not have the original touchstone things relate directly to like like oh who is ozaru who's piccolo like no one is who they are in the the main series and yet so it's like why even call them the same things if they're so completely different but um this movie is 80 minutes long it is half the length of the matrix yeah which is which is you know like two and a half hours long and a movie that has I, i'm gonna go ahead and say a more digestible and relatable concept where the, the concept of the matrix is relatively simple yeah it's oh hey here is a world in which things are manufactured and virtual and so they add so many layers do so much great world building but it takes a le less immediate buy-in to be like okay this is what's going on the world of dragon ball is so unlike anything fucking else and they somehow make it more confusing by adding shit that never existed in the original, like airbending and the Kamehameha being a, a weird blade and, and the blood turning into goblins and my existing. And like, it's, it's, 
the, the pacing is cursed. And you can't do a checklist of every bit of bullshit while introducing a totally new and unfamiliar world in 80 minutes. And Piccolo it's... doesn't do anything either. He's melted no. out to be this bad guy. And the only thing we see that he might be awful is he drops a red thing into a cloud. And then we go under the cloud and a city's gone. Like maybe. But that's not told to you exp explicitly. It's just assumed that you know. And he's got so little screen time. Like he makes the goblins appear. He blows up a city. He blows up a lake. Uh, and so then he, we get into this class and there's no there's no weight there's no stakes it's a green guy that we've seen flying on an airship that came out of nowhere yeah the whole thing's like an episode of drunk history from someone trying to remember the plot of the five episodes they saw on toonami when that they could were have been this actually to be fair but. like yeah, yeah yeah um oh god okay uh any, anybody else the big the big fuck-ups yeah i'll go more into it when we talk about like why it's just not a good concept um why does why does being horny make the the key go boing? Why does because because that's like a classic high school trope in like yeah. these movies, and we're just like oh like if I have a girl in my life, mm -hmm. I will succeed, whereas if I do not, I will fail. And the airbending technique sets fires. Like they're trying to create rules in a universe that don't remain consistent, so they're bastardizing what we have. And then when they create their own thing, then they're just like, but it has these rules that don't make sense. Right. It's just very. Uh, uh, yeah. I think the first half of the movie, if it done what it wanted to do, just be like a high school version of uh, um, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, with like an overt uh, um, kung fu movie thing, it would have been great. But when you really try to do some lore-based shit, that's when they fucked up. I think that's the main point, when they started to be like, we gotta get the Dragon Balls, Piccolo's back. That's where they boned themselves. So, so like, in regards to the people who are actually in the cast, um, one interesting th thing that I found was, first of all, the casting was fucked, but one thing that I really liked was that uh, James Marster played Piccolo, right? This, this actor named James Marster. The original pick for Piccolo was Ron Perlman. <gasps> Whoa, what? That would have been Ron awesome! Yes, the original pick was Ron Perlman. They reached out to him for it. And he was he declined the role because he was too busy doing Hellboy in Hellboy oh. 2, The Golden Army. So so that was an interesting factoid I found. Like that imagine if Ron Perlman was in that movie, maybe. I don't know. But No, he would have only gotten five minutes of screen time. True, true. Mm, anyway, uh, so what do yeah. you guys so, think so, of like the the actors, their job? The quality of actors is fine. They're literally doing their best with one of the worst scripts I've ever seen pumped out. I mean, uh, that and crew that doesn't care, like a director yeah. that didn't care. Uh, it's just, I think, yeah, there was some really good really, character work. Absolutely. I feel like the, the movie can only be this bad because it was based on an anime. And what I mean by that is like, I've worked in screenwriting. I've worked doing like consulting jobs. And I, the only way I could see a, a plot this bad and a, uh, a plot this many plot holes and things like that is from the writer saying, like, because clearly there are so many stages of editing and producers and even actors greenlighting the script, and everybody must have said at some point or many people, there's problems here. Something's kind of fucked up here. What's what's going on with the script? And the only thing that I can imagine happening is the writer saying, oh, it's Japan. Actually, this is what happens in this fucking manga. This is this like little comic book they have in Japan. So it's it's really fucked up. It's kind of weird, but they'll love it. It's just like it. Don't worry about it. How long? And so that's the only way I could see this having fly. How fly. long would you guys say that this movie was in production, like from conception to being put up? How long do you think it was? Do you know? Because I do. I'm, I okay. I have no idea. This movie was in production for seven years. 
It started in 2002, and it got it finally filmed in 2009. It was seven years that this movie was Whoa. conceptualized and put up. Yep. That is... Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. Okay. Seven That's years. A... Okay, that might have done it, because that means maybe it goes through multiple rewrites. You get a actor who... Or you get a writer who doesn't really know the project, and you get it being so bastardized by different, like, producers saying, okay, well, does everybody have a love interest? Is Bulma gonna fuck Yamcha? Is Goku gonna fuck Chi-Chi at the end? Do they have all of... Are, are they running through this checklist? Because, um, I mean, the plot holes in this, they just literally can't stand. They cannot stand. Like, you, there's no sense of, like, how is Goku Uzuru? How, what, did Goku have parents? Was he, does he remember this? Uh, how did they get out of the Earth to begin with? What the fuck is happening? What, who is my, who is this person? It's, it's... And uh, Akira Toriyama said, he was like, uh, um, they haven't... When, he, when it first came out, he saw and he was like, I urge fans to look at this as another universe of Dragon Ball. Like, please try to enjoy it. And then later he said, I feel like they didn't follow any of the advice that I gave them. Uh, and it really upset me. Um, so they, they ignored the creator completely, which sometimes that might be a good thing. It didn't work out for the Star Wars, but let's not get there. Uh, um, uh, and it didn't work out here. So... There could be that too as well. Okay, so this said, uh, this is the only time I've seen this happen in 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 film like fucking period. I mean, this extent, um, the writer came out with a apology, which the, there are many reasons why this doesn't happen, and it's because if you th this is like a career ender. If you're a writer coming out, because when you're a part of a film, you you just realize that no matter what, you're a part of this film. It's for the same reason why the Game of Thrones actors are not going to speak out until maybe like two decades from now about the last seasons. Because if you're a part of something, you know literally thousands of people have had their hands in it. Whether it's people doing the, the catering or production or, 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 or the gaff artists or the people who are doing the CG, no matter what the end product is, it's people's livelihoods. And so you are so unlikely to get rehired if you start speaking out against your own uh, products. And normally there used to be an accepted thing in Hollywood. Um, are you guys familiar with Al Alan Smithy? No. I'm not. Okay, so Alan Smithy was the acknowledged uh, pseudonym of people who wrote a film that they felt so diverged from their intended product that they would put it out under a pseudonym so that their name wouldn't be attached to it. And this used to be officially recognized by the Hollywood Writers Guild saying, okay, you can apply and if we research your story and we approve it, we will allow you to put this out under the name Alan Smithy so that it does not wow. affect your career. Alan Smithy has um, fa fallen out of use, I think, since the inception of the, the internet getting really big. It's not as used now, but people like David Lynch have used it. It used to be all over the industry. So the writer came out with an apology that is thorough in a way that I have, like, never seen before. So the creator said, Ben Ramsey, to have something with my name on it as the writer be so globally reviled is gut-wrenching. To receive hate mail from all over the world is heartbreaking. I went into the project after a big payday, not as a fan of the franchise, but as a businessman taking on an assignment. I have learned that when you go into a creative endeavor without passion, you come out with suboptimal results and sometimes flat out garbage. So I'm not blaming anyone for Dragon Ball Evolution but myself. And that's fucking tough. That's a really tough thing because 
there are some actors here who have done amazing things like um emily emily rossum who played balma she's like a lead in shameless she was uh hal told me she was the original christine of phantom of the opera she was the christine like, die in the 2000 film of uh, the 2004 film phantom of the opera what? because she can sing she's oh. like a she's a lyrical soprano that's incredible. And, right like i looked her up and i was like this is unreal that she did all of these incredible things she got all of these amazing nominations for like best lead actress best sporting actress by all these Film, film guilt and then she has Dragon Ball Evolution Dragon Ball Evolution it's not even referred to on her wiki page no it's it's listed as one of her projects but there is no other mention of it no. and, and that is I I was thinking like wow I, I really thought that there would be some mention of it but I understand why there isn't I feel bad for Justin Chatwin the guy who played Goku yeah um, yeah because you said you wanted to mention it just tell us like how Goku acts in the series. so Goku was I I feel like one of the originators of like the shonen uh protag that is just totally he he was like one of the original protags that you can't really relate to because you're not supposed to relate to him. One of the things about like Goku, um, I don't know, Pax, if you would agree with this. Luffy looks like that kind of protag, but I don't know. Yes, One Piece. I'd say Luffy looks a little like a a very a skinny Goku, but Luffy is like a more um. He he's a, a more deranged Goku, and I think that Naruto is like a more annoying Goku. Right. In terms of like how they evolve from those sensibilities. Yep. Right. Also, but, all of them being voiced by women, a strange yes. kind of like shonen tradition. Yep. Yes, and, and one thing that that is you pretty consistent throughout these characters is that they are very very obtuse in like the way they interact with their world and other people, and that like like Goku doesn't under doesn't understand what love is. He doesn't get that. He marries Chi-Chi because she asks him to marry her um at the World's Martial Arts tournament. She's like, "You promised to marry me. Why didn't you when we were kids?" And he was like, "Oh, I thought marriage was a kind of food." <laughs> like like yeah. that's a real line in Dragon Ball and like that encapsulates his entire character for the rest of of his story, he is just kind of an idiot. He is an idiot. He is an idiot, but he's his heart's always in the right place. He's kind, and he fights for the for for the people he loves. And and that kind of character doesn't really translate to live action. It just doesn't because it's too two dimensional. Oh man! So did like anything good come out of this movie? Maybe, maybe. I mean, we were discussing it, and just like. When we said that Akira Toriyama was so angered by this film that he he originally wasn't going to touch it until really? he saw the film, and then he was just like, "Well, I wasn't going to leave it alone, but now, now, now I won't." And and that might be why um, we have Dragon Ball Super. Because uh, oh, 2013 okay. was Dragon Ball Z Battle of the Gods. 2015 was uh, um, Resurrection F, which are the mm. first two arcs of Super. And then mm -hmm. Super came out. And the, before that, the last thing he did was a 2006 special that aired with One Piece Film Z uh, as like <laughs> a, a dual film. Well, Oda uh, and uh, um, Toriyama are like best friends. They're like, they, yeah. they love each other. Um, so he was done. He actually quit. He didn't want to do the manga anymore because he wanted to do other things with his life. He asked all of his other people working on it, can I not do this anymore? I want to step on to new things. And then Evolution came out and he was so uh, upset by it. He was like, I can't just lie down and let this happen. And you know what the funny thing is, is that GT, the reason why so many people hate Dragon Ball GT is because Kira Toriyama did not have a place in the production of it. Mm. And so like anything that is done without Akira Toriyama's guidance 
in regards to the Dragon Ball universe falls on its face mm. every time. Yep. And so maybe and cuz GT came out it, it was it's one of the older ones. Um yeah. I don't I don't have the uh, specific date, but but like I could imagine GT and then Dragon Ball Evolution coming out in short order. I could imagine feeling like okay, I clearly need to step in and take the reins here again. Yeah, okay, well, that's cool. So I guess the, the, the point I wanted to leave off on, because it's something where I have a hard time imagining it, Hal, in your wildest dreams, as you, t as you tuck her off to bed and the sugar plums dance in your head and you dream of a live-action DBZ that doesn't suck farts out of my ass. <laughs> what, what cool... Is there any way to do a live-action DBZ? I like, wouldn't recommend possible? it. I would not want it. Oh, really? Really? I would no never, way? I would never want it. And the reason being is that the animation is so unique and it is so cool. I mean, like, a lot of people say that Dragon Ball Super is bad animation, although Z was also guilty for that. Um, I don't think there is any way to make the, the action and the, the story translate to live action. I just don't think there is. Similar to like how DC continually tries to put out live action films, and they always bomb, I mean, besides Wonder Woman, but like, there are DC, the animated universe is amazing. You know, it's just like that difference of when real people go at it and we don't, we, and we try to do it through like special effects or practical effects, it just doesn't work. That's yeah. my opinion. Even... Yeah when like one of the things that makes anime so good is the art style the intense yeah. shading the the body um like bodies bend and morph and change the shading um things like i wouldn't want to see one piece i wouldn't want to see uh um uh god i wouldn't want to see naruto but it could happen i that's the next one that would happen uh um yeah. dragon ball z um with how popular my hero is right now i bet there are people trying to get the rights for that i wouldn't want to see that oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um because there's just there's so much that can be done with the animation that the human body can't do. Um, I'll, I'll be real brief, but uh, um, uh, not George. Yeah, George Lucas CGI'd uh, um, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen in one of the force duels between uh, at the end of the third movie because he didn't think that they gave enough emotion. So he CGI'd in more like emotion with them. So unless you're gonna do that throughout the entire thing, I don't think it could happen. And as we know, it's never backfired for George Lucas. Right, the right, new CG's right. always gone really great <laughs> for our buddy George. So. Okay, well, I I appreciate that take on that live action stuff, but like, so so importantly here, I was working on a, a podcast, and we might even just release uh, them as bonus episodes here um, because it's taking a backseat to Brotaku's, but a show called Dead on Arrival, uh, where we did like bad media reviews. And in it, a constant ask is like, is this a movie that is so bad that you can still have enjoyment in it, like Showgirls or Jupiter Ascending? Or is this something that is just so bad that, God, oh my God, please no, this hurts. And so is, is there anything here or is it just like, you've listened to the podcast, you're good, don't fucking watch this shit, what do we think? I don't think there's any reason to watch it. I, I really don't. And, and like, it's one of those movies, like Starship Troopers is, is bad, but like, you can enjoy it. I don't feel that way about this movie. What about you, Michael? I, I agree with Hal, but Mike looks like an orgasming prairie dog right now. <laughs> yeah. can. So, Mike, what do you think? I fucking love this movie. Oh, what? I love this movie so much, guys. Oh, my God. What? Was, I was watching it. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's so 
you can't watch it as Dragon Ball. Don't watch it as <gasps> Dragon Ball. Don't watch like watch it as like a shitty kung fu movie with Dragon Ball themes. It is so fucking funny. Oh and my so, god! I love this movie so much. I'm gonna. I think I might. <laughs> I, I rented it on YouTube, and I think I might actually fucking buy, buy it because <laughs> I, 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 I. There are parts of the movie that I'll skip, but I. I love watching Goku be like, oh, over Chi-Chi. I love, like, some of the... I'm never going to watch the second half of the movie because it's terrible, but I... I love this movie. <laughs> I love this movie. Well, Ben Ramsey, congrats, Ben Ramsey. You sold one person on your film. And be Holy very important shit. that this movie is a fetid, rotting, festering piece of shit. But it's... I love it. I love it so much. Okay, uh, well, Michael, that is a great note to end on. I'm so... Uh, thank you for starting the Ben Ramsey fan club here. And, uh, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank it was you. so amazing. Yeah, thanks for you. being here. Great time. Uh, yeah, to, to everybody out there, thank you all so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or review us on your favorite podcasting apps. It really does make a difference, and every review counts. We're going to make sure to give you a shout-out on the air to show our appreciation. Right now, we got a couple new reviews here, so shout-out to Finn for the win, and shout-out to Noah J. McMullen. And you know what? I think we shouted you out last time. Shout-out again to Smelly Man Hobo, because, you know, his name's so nice, we got to say it twice. Uh, and with that said, everybody... All right, I'm Pax. And I'm Hal. And we're the Bro-Takus! Boom! See you next week, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sick. I I didn't see that you put best Dragon Ball screen you could muster there, but that's fucking awesome in the show notes. Hell yeah. (laughs)